Hey, Colgan High School. Welcome back to the Colgan Counselor Podcast. Um, I am your host. I am Mrs. Mertens, and I am here with a special guest, but not my normal co-host, Mrs. White. She is going to join us for the next podcast, um, but wasn't able to make it today. So it's just me that you get and my friend, Miss Flaherty, who is also another counselor um, at Colgan High School. So Miss Flaherty, do you want to introduce yourself? Yes. So I'm Miss Flaherty, like Miss Martin said. Uh, we actually work at the opposite ends of the alphabet. So Miss Martin's has the beginning and I have the end. So if you are T through Z, you are mine. Um, and I'm we get super the best excited. parts of the alphabet, really, the beginning and the end. <laughs> and uh, Miss, I'm glad to be joining Miss Martin's today on the podcast. Um, I have an interest in mindfulness, and I asked if I could join her today so that we could talk about some of those things. Um, so thank you, Ms. Martins, for having me. And depending on when this podcast comes out, which is totally dependent on my ability to be on top of things, um, we may have already been in some of y'all's classes talking a little bit about self-care and like how you're doing. And this is one of those strategies that you can use to take care of yourself when things aren't going super hot. Um, so I know Ms. Flaherty, we kind of talked a little bit ahead of this. This is a season for a lot of students that is incredibly overwhelming. I know the end of the third quarter, uh, I was getting lots of students reaching out and I know even the beginning of the fourth quarter, we're kind of in the same boat. Um, you know, this is a time for lots of things. We're nearing the end of school. I know that can be high stress for a lot of students. There's things like SOLs going on and testing, um, which for a lot of us can lead to some anxiety, right? As we get into some tests that maybe make us a little nervous. Um, what about you, Ms. Flaherty? Are there other things coming up with your students that you've noticed are happening right around now? Yeah, so definitely I've been seeing the same things like, you know, third quarter grades are coming out, lots of people trying to get in work before spring break. And then, you know, coming up on our last quarter here, like you said, um, and then the SOL tests are stressful for a lot of us. And also we've got our seniors who are mm -hmm. thinking about this is it, this is the end of high school and it's not been a normal year of high school. And we're not sure exactly what the future holds right now either for what next school year might look like after graduation, what college will look like, or where we're even going to college, where they're even going to college. So I think that that's been stressful for a lot of our seniors and um, just for, you know, everybody. We don't know exactly what the summer will hold or when we come back next year, what it'll look like. So um, lots of different things, you know, and then just kind of where everyone's at in the world. We're still in a pandemic. Yeah. Not There's still a lot of social unrest. There's lots going on that I think everybody could use a little time to be more mindful and kind of center themselves and where we are right now. Right. And y'all, we also know that like this year has not only been hard for pandemic reasons, but certainly all the things that may have been hard in life before this year are, are kind of amplified by what we're going through right now as, as a as a world, a global community, right? And so some of those things that may be unique to your situation may feel a lot more stressful than usual because of everything that's happened, um, which has been a common thing that we've brought up in all the podcasts this year. Today, one of the things we wanted to talk about was kind of a strategy that uh, Ms. Flaherty is passionate about. I know I myself am passionate about 
um, called mindfulness that a lot of people have misconceptions about and really don't know what it is. It's a word that's thrown around a lot, both in schools and in the community, um, that not everyone really knows what it is. So um, I know for me, some of the, the one of the definitions that has stuck out to me in, in some of the research that I've done and the experiences that I've had is that mindfulness is really just a non-judgmental awareness of right now, whatever that may be. Um, we were kind of talking, Ms. Flaherty, how would you describe mindfulness to someone who maybe doesn't know what it is? Right, so that's a that's a great way to think about it. And when I first heard about it, I was kind of like, uh, like, what is that really? Like, it sounds, it sounds like some crazy theory, but how I think about it is just really concentrating on the here and now mm -hmm. and taking a minute and pausing to just kind of acknowledge like, this is where, this is where I am right now. Um, Cause I think a lot, I, I'll speak for myself. I worry about what I might've done or what I could have done or what I said in the past, mm -hmm. or I worry about what might happen in the future. So it's just taking a pause to kind of remove the past and the future and just concentrate on what's happening now, being mindful about where you are and what you can control right now. Yeah, I will tell you guys, like, uh, as, as your school counselors, we certainly don't have all the answers or have it all together. Because like Ms. Flaherty, I'm a huge future focused person. And sometimes I forget to focus on what's happening right now, because I'm so worried about what's going to come next. Yeah. Um, so I think this is a really good practice. I know, um, you know, a lot of people think it's something that has to be spiritual, or it has to be like something that happens in a yoga class or something that is a practice or a meditation. Um, that someone has to do with you. And I think that idea of that it's just pausing and checking in about now is a really great way to view it because it's not something that you have to go to class to do or you have to learn how to do. It's really simple. And there's simple ways to make that happen in any day. It doesn't take long. So I guess, you know, everyone is so different in what helps them and what doesn't. For you, Ms. Flaherty, when you're checking in with how things are going right now, do you have a particular mindfulness strategy that you go to um, or a particular way that you see that in your own life? Yeah, so like you said, you know, I used to think like the yoga thing and that's just not for me. So, and <laughs> but it might be for someone else and that's right. great for them. But um, a lot of times I just have to or like to I do a lot of positive self-talk, like kind of coaching myself through things, like just like when I start to feel like the email is getting out of control or, you know, I'm not sure what to do about a particular situation. Like I find myself and I just say like, okay, you gotta stop. Think about like what, think about what's going on. Just take a deep breath, pause for a second. Maybe I get up and I walk down the hall or I, you know, if you're sitting in class, maybe you just, you know, slide your chair back and take a deep breath and then be like, okay, I got this and get back to it. So it can be just as simple as that. Um, something else I find myself doing a lot too is just drawing a circle or even like picturing it in my head and just saying like, these are the things that are within my control in that circle. And then, you know, another bigger circle outside of it and filling that with things that might be bothering me. Um, but that they're not in my control. It's not something that I can change and just telling myself and as, hard, as difficult as it can be, like you gotta let that go. Like you just, you, you can't control it. So you just gotta let it go and focus on these things that you can control. Yeah, I love that. Um, the idea of creating a visual 
Um, I don't know about y'all, but I am a huge visual person. I, I write things down so I can remember them. Like I'm, I'm constantly needing visuals when I'm going to do something. So I know for me, like if I'm having a particular thought that's cycling through my head over and over again, if it's negative, if it's about myself or something that I'm upset about, I like that idea of saying stop to yourself. And I even will imagine like a full on like red stop sign, which sounds super silly. Um, but it really makes you kind of like stop your brain. Um, I think sometimes our brains require either a visual or a word that will stop it from continuing. Right. Um, and I'm big on breathing too. So I think like, um, sorry to some of you who've already come to my office and like, I make you take a deep breath with me and we close our eyes. So we're not watching each other, but I, you know, breath work is something that really can help when you're aware of what's going on. And if it's overwhelming, that taking a deep breath can really reset the brain and it can reset you to be able to move forward from that now that might be upsetting. Um, so I think that's a huge strategy and mindfulness that can help you move forward. And then I, I, I'm in total agreement with that positive self-talk. So I'm a big fan of mantras, um, choosing like three words that I'm gonna remind myself are positive about who I am. I think in high school, certainly in, in when I was in high school, which was a while ago, there's a lot of messaging that happens that um, you can take in negative ideas about who you are or compare yourself to other people and feel bad about maybe where you are at in the now, right? And I think reminding yourself of the things that you love about who you are can be really helpful. So I'll choose like three words about myself and just those are repetitive in my brain if I'm feeling down. Um, so I acknowledge where I am and I'm like, oh, this is not a place I want to stay, right? And then we can combat it with like that positive self-talk. It's okay to talk to yourself sometimes. It really is. <laughs> it is. It is. And I think that's important too, right? To acknowledge like negative feelings are totally normal and yeah, like it's okay to have them. Um, not just about yourself, but just about like, hey, this virtual thing, it's not been great for me. Like it's normal to, you know, wake up every Monday morning and be like, oh, it's Monday again. Like, but you just, you know, you face those and then you gotta like with the circle of control, like we can't control that this year has been the way that it is, but we can control how we feel about it or how we're gonna work toward, you know, our assignments that week. So kind of facing those negative feelings and then moving on from there and not getting stuck there. I think it's right. important as well. That non-judgment is really key that it's, uh, you know, the way we feel and the experiences we have um, we don't have to give an immediate judgment to them. I actually saw something on Twitter the other day that you don't have to believe your thoughts. The thoughts can come in and they can be the now, that can be your experience right now, but we don't necessarily have to judge them as good, bad, positive, negative, but that just might be the experience right now. Um, and you're right, like some things we can control and some things we can't. And that awareness can be that place where we start to kind of develop, okay, where do we move forward from here? Mm -hmm. um, and pausing before reacting, right? I think yeah. oftentimes that that's the that's the big difference is mindfulness gives us a break before we respond or react. Um, believe it or not, we're humans too, and we're the same way. Like we may get an email and be like, "Whoa, I don't know if I can do that right now." You gotta take a pause, right? Or or like someone might come in the office right after we saw someone else, and we're like, "Okay, we're gonna take a deep breath and we're gonna dive in once we're ready and reset," um, because we can't always anticipate what's going to happen or where we're at. Um, it doesn't have to be judged right away. We can take that second and move forward. Um, I guess before we kind of like follow up on that, is there anything that 
you feel, Ms. Flaherty, uh, might be helpful for students to know if they're doing this on their own, um, maybe trying it for the first time? Yeah, so I think mindfulness kind of encompasses a lot. Like there's a, and you might not know where to start um, if it's something that you are interested in maybe looking more into. And like I said before, one thing is not going to work for every person. And, you know, what works for me may not work for you, or maybe you need something else. So I think it's just kind of, um, if it is something you're thinking about, you want to maybe just start small, like maybe try one strategy. Could be this, the control thing, could be the breathing. It could be the positive self-talk. It could be, um, there's something called a grounding exercise, where if you feel like you um, you know, are, are starting to get a lot of anxiety in a certain situation. You think about five things you can see, four things you can hear, three things you can smell, two things you can taste, like that kind of thing. You know, you can run through those in your head. That is not one that particularly works for me, but maybe it works for you. Um, so just kind of choosing one thing and seeing if it, if it's something that works for you or something that you might want to do maybe it didn't work for you and you want to try something else just kind of giving some thought to it starting small um you know it, it can be overwhelming to think about or to kind of be like eh, i don't know this isn't telling you it'll work for me but you know just trying it yeah i will say um so one of the things that does fall in the very big umbrella of mindfulness is meditation it is something that kind of falls within that territory but doesn't, it isn't applied to everything under the mindfulness umbrella. Uh, I certainly have tried it and I am not great at meditation, y'all. Like that does not uh, sit well. I can't do it for more than like a minute. It's not great. Um, but I find something like a body scan really works for me. So I can sit there and I can run through where am I holding tension in my body that I need to take a deep breath and breathe into and let go of. Um, because it's physical, it's very visual to me. And that, that really works. Um, if I do a meditation, I have to have someone doing it with me, or I have to have a video walking me through it. Cause I get too distracted. Me so too. like <laughs> there are things and, and, you know, I kind of think of it like, like clothes, like we have all gone through different fashions, uh, some of them better than others. I'm sure if Miss Flaherty and I shared pictures from our younger years, you all would get a good laugh at some of the fashions we tried. Um, and same with some of these strategies. I think you try it on, see if it fits, see if it works long-term or maybe it works for a season and then you're done with it and you might try something different. And so that's something to keep in mind, starting small and also not being afraid to try a different version of mindfulness or a different strategy within it. If it feels like it's not helping, um, you know, I, I think the same non-judgment that we have for how we're feeling right now is the same if it doesn't work right away if we use a certain strategy. There's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing uh, wrong with the strategy necessarily. It just doesn't work for you in that moment. So let's try something different. Mm -hmm. um, Google is a great place, but it's very overwhelming. And so certainly we as your counselors are great resources if you want to try something along those lines together. Um, do you have any resources, Ms. Flaherty, that you kind of go to or have at your fingertips that you would share? Um, I've been posting on Twitter every Monday, a little what? mindfulness tip. So if you don't follow me on Twitter, that's, you know, 
I'll find one for you. Shameless plug. <laughs> All your counselors are on Twitter. <laughs> um, we know not everyone follows us on Twitter, but we no. are there um, and we do post. So, you know, if, if that's a way you want to follow some of the stuff that we do, our highlights are on Twitter. Shout out to Mr. Augusto as well. Um, and we also post this podcast on Twitter. So there you go. There's a couple plugs. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Ms. Blair. No, you're good. I was going to say like, you know, it's easy to Google just some mindfulness tips um, and you'll get tons of lists where you can just kind of review, like there'll be like top 20 mindfulness tips. I mean, you can read through those if that's something, you know, if you're, if you've tried it, you know, I think we've listed a couple on here, um, but you know, if you're still looking like, oh, I wonder if there's something else I can try. I think that's a good, you know, Googling can work. Um, the, the, my Twitter, I kind of take the Google and make it a little easier to, to you know, nice. through all those. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then something else to keep in mind, y'all, if you're feeling like the stress is becoming overwhelming, or if you're in a place that um, the strategies that you've tried really haven't worked and you really need some support, um, the mindfulness strategies, while they're great, they aren't a fix-all. And so certainly there are times in our lives when things become so overwhelming that we need help from other people. And so you're, all of your counselors, including us, are here, and any of us would be more than happy to talk with you guys if that anxiety is getting to the point that you really are overwhelmed. We never want you to do it on your own. We are always here to help and always here to listen and, and try to find some solutions, too, about uh, things that can support you through those feelings and emotions. Um, a trusted adult, if you don't want to talk to us, we totally understand, but a trusted adult in your life is a really important person to keep in the loop if you're feeling anxious or overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. So keep that in mind. Um, before we go, Ms. Flaherty, was there anything else you wanted to add that we didn't cover um, talking about mindfulness or any last minute thoughts you want to share with our students or families? Um, no, I think we really kind of hit everything I was planning to talk about. Um, I just hope that everybody will kind of you know, find something that maybe works for them in, in, you know, a time where it is a time that you can kind of help yourself, like a, a small thing um, that you can use to just help you every day or, you know, as we are finishing the year here and just, you know, trying something, if, you know, and like we said, if it's not comfortable for you, don't keep doing it. <laughs> find mm -hmm. something new or, you know, maybe uh, talk to somebody else about what they might try. Mm -hmm. Yeah. With such a busy season at the end of the year, definitely take some moments to yourself to check in. We want to make sure everyone's doing well as we finish out this year. Mm -hmm. uh, Ms. Flaherty, thank you so much for joining the podcast today. We are so grateful for your presence. And um, just another reminder that we love to have students on the podcast. We know this has been a strange year and it's hard to get connected, but if anyone is interested in joining the Colgan Counselor podcast, or if you have an idea for something you want to hear more about, we'd love to hear from you. Um, you just got to reach out to myself or Mrs. White, uh, Miss Mertens or Mrs. White, and uh, we would be happy to, uh, you know, do some things that you're interested in. So keep us posted. Uh, thanks so much. And we look forward to hearing from you or uh, talking to you next time on the Colgan Counselor Podcast. Peace out, y'all. Thank you.